morning, everybody. And that was supposed to be a cow. Just saw a bunch of cows. And welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. It's a Monday. It's a fun day. Let's go. Hope y'all had a great Mother's Day. Shout out to my moms. Like, not mine personally. I'm like, shout out to the moms. I've only got one mom. Shout out to the moms. The moms. Happy Mother's Day yesterday. Hope y'all had a blast. Squirrel move. Oh, I would have been devastated. Stupid. What are you doing hopping around in the middle of the road? Looked like he was going to hop right into my front right tire. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. The wife says I'm never collecting enough nuts. I can't make her happy. <laughs> Suicidal squirrel. Um, anyways. Like I was saying, happy Mother's Day to the moms. Hope y'all had a great day. Uh, I, I posted uh, on my Instagram yesterday. I wanted to just take a second and acknowledge, you know, like motherhood is just motherhood because mothers have been mothers for since the dawn of time, since the creation of the earth by our Lord God. So it's just like, ah, it's a mom. You know, there's been millions and billions of moms. But we can't let that overshadow the incredible nature of motherhood. It's kind of like, you know, thinking about breathing. That's what I mean by what I just said. It's like, yeah, oh, well, I'm just breathing. I breathe every day. Well, it's like the miracle of breath is incredible. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the miracle of motherhood is incredible. It really, oh, that was a nice track hawk. Oh, there's that hellhawk guy. He was the one that was doing like 30 miles an hour and a 50 in front of me the other day the other day you guys remember that um but a hell hawk and here he is holding up traffic again <laughs> that's, that's maybe he's got like felony speeding tickets or something like that at this point he's just playing it super safe um what was i say? oh yeah so moms like the bringing a baby full term especially now giving birth to that child, whether vaginally or via C-section, and raising, like, breastfeeding and getting up at night, like, and then raising and loving and caring for and supporting, like, I've been able to watch my wife, and, dude, my wife, Geneva, is such an incredible mom such an incredible mom and you know my mom yesterday brought my mom to tears watching Geneva and when I say she is true the patience and the love and don't get me wrong Ada is a really I think comparatively a really easy I'm not saying that Geneva wouldn't also rock it with a more difficult baby like I was <laughs> I didn't sleep through a full night until I was two years old Ada's already sleeping through the whole night I think she slept all night last night from like seven to six, seven to five. Um, it's just been so incredible to see her. I mean, this is what she was born to do, clearly. My wife is really good at a lot of different things. She's an expert marketer. She's great with people. Um, you know, she's very uh, passionate and, and uh, confident and very much sure of herself. Like there's so much that she's good at. Um, but being a mom, without a doubt, was her calling on this earth. And, uh, 
you know, just watching her with Ada, it just there's a there's a more deeply profound love. Um, and you guys, if you're parents, you'll understand. And it, it just sucks. Be, and the reason I don't want to waterboard you guys constantly with this being a dad and my kid, and it's like, when's this gonna wear off? When's it? There, there are so many negative attitudes surrounding parenting out there. I've got to try to drown these voices out for you guys and give you the real reality. Is can I mean it's only been eleven weeks. I, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be adversity. There's gonna be, you know, at some point I'm gonna have to discipline this little girl, and it's like I don't even know how I'm gonna. I don't know how I'm going to do that. Someday I'm going to have to tell her no for the first time. Someday she's going to, she's going to defy me. She's a kid and she's my kid, which is even scarier. You know what I mean? This is my kid. She's going to be, and you can already tell her personality uh, has a very high level of intensity like mine. She's already standing. She spoke yesterday. I got this great. If you're very close with me, um, I'll send you the video. Please don't hesitate to hit me up for it. It's the, it's the most adorable thing. Uh, grandma, my mom, is holding her in her lap up on her knees, and she's going, hey, hey. And as clear as day, this isn't like one of those granny videos where it's like, oh, we kind of heard, oh, I could kind of see what you know. Ada looks my mom, her grandma, right in the eyes and says, hey. Like, we lost our minds. 11 weeks old, she's already standing and talking. You know, she's going to be a force. And I'm prepared, I think. <laughs> There's no... The only thing that prepares you is going through it. I could talk to all the best dads in the world, and that would help. Oh, that guy's three dogs were adorable. Uh, and that would help. I mean, obviously, getting as prepared as you can helps with preparedness. Proper preparation prevents poor performance, right? The, the five Ps. But, uh... <laughs> nothing nothing like it, and until you go through it like uh, my mom's cousin uh, Tony they have a place in Wells, Maine uh, they live in Mass and him and his wife and his one, two, three, four kids he had three three girls and a boy um, and his kids were beautiful beautiful, beautiful girls um, and they you know he was just telling me he's like dude your first kid it's like every you think everything's going to kill him and then the second kid, you know, it's like, eh, you kind of loosen up a little bit by the third and the fourth. You're like, yeah, it'll be fine. You know, and I've tried to be like that with Ada right off rip. Um, I've tried to avoid, um, oh no, is it going to hurt? No, like she's out in the sun. I put her on the grass, like in the grass. I put her on the ground. Uh, I'm not leaving her there. I just put her down at my feet and watch her kick around and just enjoy the earth. And she's in direct sunlight. And we're not super like, I don't make people wash their hands before they hold. Obviously, I don't want anybody kissing my baby on the mouth. You know what I'm saying? But we're not, we're not doing the whole first parent bubble thing. You know what I'm saying? I think it makes my wife a little, eh, but she's actually, she's not too bad either. But it's just different. I know it's different when you're a mom. I know that uh, that instinct, that maternal instinct is a lot different than the paternal instinct, which is why, you know, guys, it is so important. And, and the controlling factor here is, and I've already been nice to you ladies today by saying that there's nothing more incredible than being a mom. There's nothing. And it's something I'll never be able to do. 
No man, no matter what they tell you now, will ever be able to be a mom. Never. Ever. Women, you, you, it is so important that there are two parents, male and female. It is so important. Now, well, I was born, you know, my dad wasn't, and I'm great, and I know, I know, there's, there are exceptions that you, but I think we could agree it would have been easier growing up if you had both. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying everybody that grows up in a single parent household is a, is a dingbat. Most people I know that grew up in single parent households are amazing people, better than some with two parents. But anyways... What I am saying is, women, you are in control of the situation entirely. That's why this whole vasectomy thing is uh, ridiculous to me. It's just shirking responsibility on the part of the women. The women decide who breeds and who doesn't. And, you know, outside of cases of force and and rape, obviously, outside of that, the woman is in complete control. Women, stop giving yourself away to men that you are not going to marry and men that don't truly care about you. If you are hesitant as to whether or not that man, if he were to get you pregnant, would stick around and help you raise the baby and be a committed husband and father, then close your legs. I know that's crude and it's rude of me to say, but I got to say it. I got to say it. You are in control of the situation. You, the woman, I can't make a baby. No matter how hard I try, (laughs) I can't make a baby. You make the babies. I know it takes two to tango, but you're in control of the situation. We've got to start to, we've got, my whole thing isn't, like again, talking about women. We've got to bring women back to their source of power. We've got to bring women back to their place of control. We've got to let women once again perform in their element and do what they were designed to do, just like we need to do with men. If we go back to our traditional biblical gender roles, 90% of our societal issues would disappear overnight. They would. They would. Think about how much more time we would have to devote on solving the real issues facing our society like homelessness and the debt and war and all this other stuff. If we didn't have to sit around and talk about men being able to get pregnant, (laughs) do you guys understand that we are retarding our progress as a society with this nonsense, this hogwash? You know, imagine how many more productive things we could do if we weren't worried about that and arguing about what a woman is. So I guess the point today is, uh, I know we've talked about this a couple times, man, but I just really want to encourage you guys that, you know, there's, there's, I'm telling you, dude, there's nothing as fulfilling as being a father. There's nothing I could imagine as fulfilling. 
dude, this lady reeks like cigarette. I can smell the cigarettes in this lady's van with her windows up in front of me. This is crazy. And I've got mine cracked. Mm. That is gross. Um, I'm telling you right now, man, being a parent is one of the best. I know I've said this a hundred times, but like I said, I'm going to keep saying it because I got to, I got to, I got to drown out these voices that y'all are hearing. Well, it's hard, and you, you have to give up your your bar time with your friends. And you know, my wife comes into the room yesterday. I was taking a little nap, trying to. I could never nap. And uh, she's like, "I don't get it." She's like, "All this this new generation of moms, like my age and a little bit of younger, like on Mother's Day, what they want, what they're saying they want, is to not be a mom for a day." You know, they're talking about like, oh, just get me away from the kids, get me out of the house, get me in the, and I'm like, that's a, that's a damn shame. It is. That's, I can never picture my mom for Mother's Day being like, yeah, get me away from the kids for a day. Bro, the way that some of you talk about your kids on social media, like they're going to see that someday. I would be so heartbroken if I saw an old Facebook post post of my mom being like, just can't handle these damn kids today. Somebody come get them. I would, I'd be heartbroken. And some of you say far worse than that. And it's, it's absolutely despicable. It's disgusting. You know, I just, uh, there's so much negative rhetoric out there surrounding parenting going to make sad girl. It's, it's because it's hard and everybody hates everything that's hard. That's why, that's why there's, everybody's fat and poor. You're fat and poor and you don't like being a parent. What else, what else do you have to complain about? You fat, poor, brokey parent, whining little pansy ass lame <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like when, when are people going to stop complaining about the gifts from God that we have? All you have to do is work it. It's like God gave you a brand new Camaro. Just put the keys in it, drive it, make sure you get an oil change every couple thousand miles, put gas in it. Some of you don't even want to do that. You run it till it's out of gas and then you get mad that it's sitting there on the side of the road broken down. That's how some of you treat your bodies. That's how some of you treat your relationships. And that's how some of you treat your finances. Damn, that's some good stuff right there. That's how you treat God's gifts because you just want him to do everything for you or somebody else to do everything for you. All the good things in life worth having are hard. They're difficult. They need maintenance, relationships, children, jobs, careers, businesses, your body, everything. People just want to sit around. Sit around and get paid. Sit around and be taken care of. Sit around with their Netflix shows. It's a shame. So, I don't know, man. Go be a parent and stop complaining. That's, That's today's episode. All right, I love you guys. Let's get it.